0: Hello, everyone! Welcome back to the Constructional Approach to Animal Welfare and Training podcast. We are your host. I am Masa.
1: Hello, everybody, and I'm Sean.
0: We hope that you are cuddled up with your animal companions and ready for this exciting episode. In today's episode, we have a very special guest who is going to talk to us about constructional aggression treatment. This is another constructional program designed to help animals who show fearful or aggressive behaviors and become friendly. Our guest is the creator of this training program and is going to talk in such an amazing detail that this interview will extend over two episodes. Without further delay, let's introduce our special guest, Dr. Jesus Rosales Ruiz.
1: Thank you, Masa. Dr. Jesus Rosales Ruiz is an associate professor at the University of North Texas in the Department of Behavior Analysis. He obtained his Ph.D. from the University of Kansas in 1995 under the mentorship of two pioneers in the field of behavior analysis, Donald M. Baer and Ogden R. Linsley. Jesus is one of the few scientists in the world studying animal training from both a theoretical and applied perspective. Jesus advises the Organization for Reinforcement Contingencies with Animals, known as ORCA, where he helps students learn the repertoires needed to be great scientists and animal trainers. He, along with his students, have greatly contributed to the understanding of science and practice of animal training. Jesus also studies the antecedent control of behavior, generalization, behavioral cusps, fluency-based teaching, treatment of autism, teaching of academic behavior, rule-governed behavior, and contingency-shaped behavior. For those interested in learning more from Dr. Jesus Rosales-Ruiz, we highly encourage you to check out his new book, Portal, P-O-R-T-L, the Portable Operant Research Teaching Lab, and the yearly conference put on in association with ORCA, the Art and Science of Animal Training. At this conference, you'll not only have the opportunity to learn from Dr. Jesus Rosales-Ruiz, but also some of the other great minds in behavior analysis and animal training. So our interview with our old mentor was something that we both really needed. Seeing and talking with Dr. Jesus Rosales Ruiz always leaves us feeling inspired and with new things to think about. And when Masa and I were in ORCA, one procedure that we both used frequently was the constructional aggression treatment. And we would repeatedly see these various animals that were showing some extremely aggressive and fearful behaviors to quickly turn to being extremely friendly and this approach has been steadily approved upon and refined over the years by being tested by several students and with several hundred animals of various species and this is why we really wanted to have Dr. Jesus Rosales Ruiz on and that was to share with everyone the newly refined procedure of constructional aggression treatment and the history behind it And this is something that's really exciting because if you're not a current member of ORCA, then you've likely never heard the procedure of constructional aggression treatment explained like this before. And so my first question to Dr. Jesus Rosales-Ruiz to get him to start talking about the history of CAT was to ask him what was his current definition of constructional aggression treatment. And this is what he had to say.
2: The definition can be is the application of negative reinforcement to shape friendly behavior. Mm-hmm. Now, why, why negative reinforcement is because uh, we use the functional analysis. Usually, not always, usually, the, the, uh, this behavior is maintained by negative reinforcement. Mm-hmm. So the motivation, so to speak, the motivation of the behavior is to move away the threat, you know, and that's why uh, you know we need to use that reinforcer to teach the behavior uh, the, an appropriate behavior. So instead of putting positive reinforcement on top of a negative reinforcement contingency, or even punishment on top, we try to use the same reinforcers, negative reinforcers, to shape. Um, to shape so that's in general. I mean, that would be a general description. So it would be like the the use of uh, negative reinforcement to teach alternative behavior to, to fear or aggression.
0: So I want to take a moment to talk about Jesus' definition of cat. This definition is gets to the heart of the construction approach because. He's saying that we have to use the same consequence that the animal is wanting in this kind of situation.
1: Yeah, um, Jesus is definitely promoting that we match our consequences with what's going on. So when we have an animal that is in a negative reinforcement contingency like this, you might see them, you know, sitting in the corner, you know, and shaking, trying to create as much space as they can between themselves and something that they don't like in the environment. Or you might see them barking and lunging and biting at something to try and drive it away um, because they don't like it being close to them. And in both of these situations, you know, what we have is an animal behaving in a certain way in order to get distance from something that it is they don't like.
0: Right, right. So in cat, we give them this distance for desirable and calmer behavior. And those behavior is easier and less costly for the animals to do than being aggressive or fearful. So instead of getting upset and getting fearful and shaking at the corner or turning really aggressive and attacking them, the animals just stay cool and calm and nothing bad happens to them.
1: That's right. And that's a really amazing thing because, you know, what Jesus did here is, you know, he was familiar with Israel Gold Diamond and all of the amazing, you know, work that he had done with people, helping people to get meaningful behavior change in their lives. And Jesus saw that it could be, you know, also really helpful in meeting our training goals with our animal companions and improving their lives. And so, you know, this history has always been something that has really been really fascinating to you and I. You know, what was it, what were the pieces that were set up in Jesus's history that allowed him to make that jump from the constructional approach with people to the constructional approach with animals?
0: So our next question is aimed at the history of his thinking process and development of CAT. So please enjoy this wonderful story as Jesus tells us an extremely funny but enlightening story of his journey bringing constructional approach to animal welfare and training.
2: When I began, I began, I would never use, it was more ideological, I would be, I'm a positive reinforcer. Reinforcement training. I don't need punishment, and I don't need negative reinforcement.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But uh, but I didn't really understand what I was saying. But uh, but anyway, uh, what got me interested into negative reinforcement was Alexandra Kurland. Mm. It, you know, I start going to Clicker Expo at the very beginning. I'm talking about, what, 2003? Oh, wow. <laughs> Really early. <laughs> really early, yes. And uh, so at the beginning, I was just visiting all my positive reinforcement talks, but she was like a, an odd ball, you know, mm-hmm. that she was doing this, uh, this, uh, uh, and say clinics or workshops that, uh, or labs they call it labs about you know like the the rope handling uh-huh, okay. uh-huh. so I went to to one of his uh, her labs and it was teaching basically rope handling mm-hmm. you know and the, and the tai chi wall so what I saw there was like, My first reaction was, "Oh my god, this is so elegant," you know, and and I was seeing this is so elegant and and more effective and doesn't look like um, like the prototype. Picture of negative reinforcement, like mm. this coercive thing kind of thing. It looks so good. So, so good that I call her. You no, know, she's like the, like the clique that has the chi, like the, because I, I will see Alexandra like a Tai Chi master of huh. training. Or okay. Like <laughs> so, wait a minute. These little guys over here, they are using positive reinforcement, but they're, they're Animals doesn't look like. Uh, I mean, they get, it, get excited, but the training doesn't look as elegant, and the animals doesn't look as calm as these mm. horses that I'm seeing
1: here. Mm-hmm.
2: So I became very intrigued about it, and uh, so I I asked her and I told her, "You know, you do your reception, and you do negative reinforcement. Very different. This this is painting to me." a very different picture of what it is.
1: So that was a really interesting clip that um, I wanted to talk about for a moment because Jesus brings up a great point about negative reinforcement and how it is often, you know, maybe not completely always understood in the right context. Um, he, he makes the point here that it is, you know, just a procedure. It's just another method that we can use That's not inherently good or bad. It's really up to us and how we use it that's going to determine if it's something that's good or bad for our animal companions. And Alexandra's approach to training is extremely elegant, as Jesus describes. And so let's take a listen now to how Jesus explains a specific exercise that they did together on an airplane going to a clicker expo together that demonstrates how elegantly negative reinforcement can be used.
2: A one-minute lesson of that storybook. You know, so basically, all what she did, you know, she put her hand on my shoulder and left her there. And Mia was like, what are you doing? What or what? And then I moved back, and at the moment that I moved back, she clicks.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, my God. So this is how it works. You see, it was not a person. I wanted to move you to for you to move back to generate that behavior and and to and the other she put her fingers on the and my on on the top of my hand and i was moving and she left the fingers there this is what impressed me the most she left the fingers there and she was following my my um my hand so she had these sticky fingers on my hand and me moving 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 And then I stop, and then she removes her fingers. Mm. Oh, my God. So I start learning, like, I just stop here, and and she removed the fingers. That one blew my mind Mm. because that made me understand way better what she was talking about. (laughs) Because, you know, she had these sticky fingers on my palm, on my hand, and me trying to move it. And then I stop, and she removes it. Was that reinforcing? That then that click. Mm. and then she introduced me. She introduced me to the to say, Well, you know, I learned more a little bit more about um, this negative reinforcement, and then she started talking about how she has used this for fear for fearful horses, you know, and how some dog riders so and they would call it a, a approach and retreat. Mm-hmm. So he, she introduced it to that, and I remember very clearly it was in San Diego. And the way back in the plane, I was thinking a lot about, especially the sticky fingers example, and the, and and how these uh, horse trainers would use it with uh, with horses that were fearful. Okay, especially her. She also showed me a, a video in which she she did that, and um, so I was thinking. And in the way back, I was thinking.
0: Our audio cut out here, but Jesus is saying that he started to ask himself the question, what is the difference between fear and aggression?
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. They are both maintained by negative reinforcement. But this is the funny thing. It was like in that plane, it was like, oh, my God. I invented this, you know, (laughs) the difference between like, (laughs) without without knowing that I have read all of that prior in Gold Diamond. Uh Because Gold Gold Diamond has, has used the example of aggression and bullying and what is the also and, and, and me, I was like pulling it together, of this procedure and the funeral aggression. And that was the thing that, uh, and this is what I say, that everything has come all together.
1: And so at this point, Jesus is really kind of laying out like the roots of where constructional aggression treatment come from. And it wasn't really... Um, You know, the constructional aggression treatment program, what was novel about it wasn't necessarily the approach and retreat, as you heard in the story, because that was something that Alexandra Kerlin was already doing with her fearful horses. But when Jesus had that idea on the airplane and he started thinking, wow, what is the difference between fear and aggression? Because both these things are contingencies that are maintained by distance.
0: Yeah, and Gold Diamond identified these things as distancing contingency in mm-hmm. many of his article, right? And so Jesus realized that if fear and aggression is maintained by the same consequence, which is distance and Alexander Kerlin's program of approach and retreat to treat fearful horses, then he thought perhaps this will work with aggressive behaviors.
1: Yeah, that's right. And, that's the idea that uh, that he mm-hmm. took to ORCA and, you know, presented to all of the ORCA students to see if anyone was interested. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then at that time, Kelly Snyder was there at the ORCA meeting. And when I remember when she told us the story of that ORCA meeting, yeah, Jesus asked the question, Is, if anybody's interested in doing this project and applying construction approach to aggressive behavior, nobody raised right. him but her. And this is because, because one of the motivation of her studying in, you know, in UNT is that she had an aggressive parrot. She was trying to kill her. And that really aligned her interest with Jesus. So they started to work together.
1: And since then, you know, the constructional aggression treatment has been shown to be effective with hundreds of dogs. It's been used with birds, rabbits, all sorts of animals. Um, and it's been shown to be extremely effective and also effective in a relatively short amount of time. I believe one of the dogs that uh, Kelly worked with in her project had shown aggressive behavior for, I think over 10 years,
0: Mm -hmm, 10 years.
1: And, um, over the time of her doing her project, this dog ended up becoming extremely friendly and approaching her. And it was like, you know, the aggression, you know, wasn't even a problem.
0: And which was done in, she said, 45 minutes.
1: And that's an interesting thing, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, assumption out there that aggression is such an intense behavior that it takes, you know, months and months or sometimes years to treat it. And I've had a lot of people that have contacted me for help with their aggressive animals that have actually had trainers come out for these kinds of extended periods of time. And still in the situation where the aggression is seen, they're still They're, you know, pulling steak out and things like that, trying to distract the dog and keep them from engaging in the aggressive behavior. And even in these situations, you know, I see relatively fast turnarounds, you know, within 30 minutes to an hour of this behavior shifting over to a more friendly, calmer state than where it was previously. And this is an interesting thing because this kind of leads us um, to talking about You know, what are the contributions that CAT brings to animal training? And here we have a clip of Jesus talking a little bit about that, of some of these awesome outcomes that have come from introducing the constructional aggression treatment.
2: Let me summarize. So one of the things that Kelly and I brought to the dog training community that it wasn't there, that now if you think, if you... Listen to dog trainers, they consider distancing. Like, for example, they talk about distancing as a reinforcer. That wasn't there before before Kelly and I. The other thing that wasn't there was stimulus control. The aggression was on the the stimulus control. And, um, And the other thing that blew our mind away was the switchover. Yeah, like I was like, what the hell? So those three things were not there before Kelly and I, because Mm -hmm. before the the it was all considered considered respondent behavior Mm -hmm. or reflexive behavior, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the procedural choice was desensitization and counterconditioning.
1: So all of these things that Jesus and Kelly brought to animal training, you know, distance being a reinforcer, stimulus control of behavior, and, and even the switchover are all monumental things because these lead the path to us having a new outlook on what aggressive behavior is and how we should go about treating it. Um, you know, before it was, you know, a really popular idea that aggression was something that, that came from within the animal. It was either a state of, you know, a physiological problem or a neurological problem, um, something like that, that required something, you know, medical typically or a type of lifelong maintenance treatment to work with it. And this really kind of leaves people in an awful situation where they'll never get any kind of relief from this situation. And then to think about the poor animal, you know, stuck experiencing these contingencies for the rest of their lives it never gives them a way to obtain any kind of control or release from the situation either. And so by Jesus and Kelly introducing this new approach, it really allows people to start looking at aggression through a lens that tells us that, hey, this is something that's actually being maintained and controlled by the environment in a way that we can address it and get relief for everybody involved and make the whole situation a safer and happier place.
0: So I want to talk about this amazing phenomenon that we see when we use CAT, which is the switchover. Mm -hmm. And during the uh, interview we had with Jesus, we didn't get too deep into this switchover, which is maybe something we can do in the future. But the switchover is a point where their fearful and aggressive behavior is becoming friendly, friendly behaviors. And they may look at you calmly or they may approach like one step towards you. They may sniff the air or lick the air towards your direction. All of those things, right?
1: Yeah. And it, it's a it's a behavior that really gets shaped up, you know, just like any other behavior. And we do it during the, the approaching and retreating process. Right. And, and just like you described at first, we might just start walking away when you're seeing that you know, sniffing your air or, Mm -hmm. you know, for a dog that is maybe extremely, you know, shy or maybe extremely aggressive, you know, we might actually first start walking away, you know, at that first glance where there's not yet any growling or if they're sitting in the corner shaking, just that quick look over in your direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll start to walk away and, and thus start shaping up these behaviors to where like you described, you start getting more approaches and more friendly behavior to The point where, you know, the animal is like practically begging you to come over and, you know, let them sniff you and lick you.
0: Right, right. And I remember, so I had a great opportunity to be, I was like a decoy. Like I was the scary person. And Jesus and Mary Hunter having this dog have a Mm -hmm. do aggressive behavior. So I could see the whole process of me being barked for five minutes in the first trial. And then we did the cat uh, procedure, and then I see the switchover.
1: Right. And And that's actually a cool thing that we're going to talk about in the next episode when we get to the procedures. Um, you know, the, the approach has been modified a little bit to where, you know, we're not having to mm -hmm. ever experience these long periods of extinction like that, where you see that like five minutes of of barking and stuff like that. But, um, that's going to be the cool thing that's coming up in our next episode, because, um, as we're actually talking about right now, you know, as CAT has become more and more known, it's, it's not come without its share of criticisms.
0: Right, right.
1: And so we will be talking in our next episode about some of these criticisms and how the procedure has evolved and has changed to, uh, you know, be a, a better, quicker, and more scientific approach.
0: This marks the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you enjoy listening to Jesus' journey of developing constructional aggression treatment. If you like our show, please subscribe to our podcast or share it with your friend. And feel free to get more information or reach out to us on Facebook, Constructional Approach to Animal Welfare and Training, or email us at caawtcontact@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out to those places if you're interested in joining one of our group classes or private lessons that we are now offering remotely. In our next episode, you will hear the criticisms that Kat received and how Jesus and his students refined to make it better and simpler for people to apply. Thank you so much today. We are your host. I am Masa.
1: And I am Sean.
0: Have a wonderful day with your amazing animal companions.